Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. City Discount Tires. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tire. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Yeah, coming to you from Studio Lumo SA at number one King William Street and powered by Lumo Energy SA and our friends at City Discount Tires. SUV tyre deals are on now. Bryce, Adelaide's young players have really started to pop this year. They've uh, jumping out Josh Rochelle and Riley Philthorpe in the, in the uh, AFL team. And there's some young players that I'm fascinated by, though, who are in the sample. And a man who is uh, responsible for them, head of development, Marco Bello. Marco, uh, have we got you there? How you doing, Tom? I'd, I'd love to take all the credit for it, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's lovely to see at the moment these young kids, uh, yeah, hopefully fulfilling their dreams and, and becoming AFL stars. Fantastic, Marco. Just for our listeners out there who may not fully know, can you explain your role? What what it all entails for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Look, predominantly we work with, uh, as you touched on, the younger guys, one to four year players, and and really help fast-track their development, that being on-field, off-field, um, making sure they have the, the right habits. So we hold extra sessions with them um, throughout the week. We um, really go through with a fine-tooth comb about you know, what their preparation looks like, what their post-game recovery looks like. Um, you know, we set them up with, with a peer and um, ensure that they um, pick their brains as much as possible and... And really, just being uh, you know, a, an extra coach to hold their hand through some of the difficult stages, you know, the first couple of years, really, just trying to learn um, what's what and who's who, and um, try and help navigate them through that. Someone who uh, interests me, one of my favourites, when he jumped onto the scene, Harry Schoenberg. He uh, looked like his trajectory was simply going to be a midfield star. It feels like from the outside looking in that he's stagnated a little bit as far as the AFL uh, journey is going. What is Harry working on to sort of break back into that AFL side? Yeah, he'd be the first to admit that. He's he's obviously frustrated with it at the moment. But what we do know with development is the trajectory is not just linear. It's not an upwards trend the whole time. So, yeah. um, you know, there's, there's AFL sides now that are, you know, thinking about what Harry might, um, what attributes he brings and how to control that. So, He's coming up against sides that will try and um, stop that. So for him, he's working on, as you touched on, he's got that burst of speed. He's got the ability to win the footy. Um, it's now just composing himself once he does that and being able to pick the right targets and, and ensure that um, you know that every position that he does have is has got value on it. So um, what I love about Harry, though, is he's the first in you know, to watch his review tapes. He's the first out on the track to, to work on these things. So... Um, no doubt we'll see him um, in the back half of the year back to his uh, good self. 
Uh, and Marco, how do you manage some of the, the expectations with these young guys? We're we obviously, obviously seeing that the Sandful side having a, another strong year and a lot of these young guys are, are actually playing pretty good footy and, and stringing consistent games together and, and not getting an opportunity at senior level. I mean, it is hard when your, your senior side is playing good footy and and that's what you want. You want... Um, guys to fight for spots, but how do you manage their, their expectations and, and keep them on task just to keep grinding out good performance after good performance? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's probably one of the biggest ones, Bryce, when, when the two sides are playing really good football and then individuals on top of that are playing really good football. Um, it, it's about storytelling, really. So, again, getting guys who have been in that space before, um, understanding that, um, again, it's not about um, you know where you are now. It's it's where you want to be in in their case, you know, as soon as possible. But you know, we look at the the long term, and we we envisage them you know playing consistent football at senior level, and then holding their spot, not just going in for one or two if they're not ready, and then having to pop back out again. And it's hard to hear from you know us as coaches. That's when we get the players involved and. We just get the storytelling of a, you know, a, a Ben Keys and a, um, mm. you know, a Josh Wall who's now starting to come through and probably took a couple of years before he um, was able to hit his straps and um, so really just you know even a guy like Sloan who, who played some Resi's footy early on and you know going back that far and, and just ensuring that they know that it's not where it is right here and right now but where it will be. Um, in the short-term future. That is good. I've always wondered about that. If you uh, go and get examples of other players who have had those exact trajectory, uh, similar trajectories in and out of the side and and, uh, the feel-good stories to show that it can happen for them. So that's great. One you touched on there, Josh Worrell. He looks like he's just got so much potential in his uh, marking ability and versatility. What do you reckon his role will be on Sunday uh, against Brisbane? Uh, look, again, his ability to play, you know, tall and smooth. Um, he's actually quite quick for a, for a 193 odd. He's, you know, quite agile. Um, but he does, like you said, he does back himself in to go mark the footy. So, um, you know, whoever he lines up on it, if it is one of the tools, so, you know, we back Josh in to, to win or halve that contest. And then, what he's been able to also work on over the last couple of years is once the ball hits the ground is to, you know, really uh, beeline the footy and, and get on it and be the first onto it and then and then use it accordingly. So his, his growth, not only physically but mentally, has been profound and, and, and no doubt once he comes back in, he'll, he'll be able to hold his spot and really cement that spot for, for hopefully the remainder of the year and, as we say, you know, for the future. Moving on to tomorrow's game, uh, it's going to be a great contest, I think. What are the big ticket items? I mean, uh, the Crows seem to be a different side playing at home on Adelaide Oval and, and we know Brisbane are, are in top form and there's been a lot of talk around potential finals this year and, and to, to make it, I think the Crows need to, to win some of these games against some of these good sides. Uh, where do you think it'll be won and lost uh, tomorrow? Yeah, no surprise. You know, the, the midfield battle will, will be a strongly full one. Um, they've got some depth through there. You know, they they bat six, seven, eight deep really through that uh, part of the ground. And then, you know, there's no surprise when they get it inside the forward line. They now need to think about you know four or six other players who can really hit the scoreboard. So, um, you know, big uh, big Robin and big O. That that'll be a, a battle in itself, and, and it can get service to their 
to their mids, but then their abilities to get it from inside to outside. Who can do that the best um, to ensure that we're playing you know forward half football? This is again both sides would would be paramount for for either side getting the win on the weekend. So yeah, we we need to start um, showing that more consistently. You know, the dogs last week we we certainly didn't bring that, um, and for some reason we we seem to bring it when we're at home in front of the big crowd. So hopefully there, there'll be a, a big contingent of Crow supporters out there who can you know support us and, and too loud and, and get us over the line. Yep, I certainly agree with you there. And just on a lighter note, um, can you tell us about uh, your hairstyle and how often you, you get to the hairdresser? I've heard uh, a few boys and, and other coaches at the club are very envious of uh, your locks, mates. Uh, and there's word around you're getting to the to the hairdresser maybe once a week, once every 10 days. Is, can we confirm this? Bryce, don't go there. Come on, you still have their hairstyle going around. You're know, keeping it from you and me on. No, look, <laughs> it's been one that's, uh, yeah, I do enjoy getting the haircut and just relaxing. It's a bit of me time, more so mm. than the hairstyle. And, and nowadays it's about getting rid of the greys. So, um, yeah, as often as I can get rid of those things, I'm I'm more than happy. There's nothing like a massage, a head massage from a hairdresser. <laughs> it's kind of just uh, takes you away from reality. A good escape, I say, Marco. Hey, um, thanks so much for joining us this morning and giving uh, some of your insight on these younger guys. Uh, pleasure, Tom. Thanks, Bryce. Thanks for the chat. Adelaide Crows Head of Development, Marco Bello, right there. Uh, Bryce, we've got to get to a break because it's time for us to preview uh, Adelaide's game against Brisbane and, of course, Port Adelaide's up against Richmond. So we've got a lot to get through there. It's currently 12 minutes past 10.